out. Fuck you, Lewis, y'all. Oh, fuck you, Lewis. I will Venmo $20 to whoever can send me that song. So we just cut together like one of those YouTube, like, uh, uh, Fuck you, Lewis, y'all. Fuck you, Lewis. Fuck you, Lewis, y'all. And welcome to episode 82 of the Skankverse podcast, a what is supposed to be a weekly solo uh, podcast where each and every week we discuss, review, and we talk about some of the best offensive podcasts and news from the week gone by in the Legion of Skanks universe. I am your host, the Dave Smith of Fancast, the funder from Down Under, the man of a thousand pop culture sound bites. <laughs> Your dick is too small. I may have been the man of a thousand pop culture sound bites, but I use about four of them. I am, of course, Double J. Yeah. This is this episode is what I'm going to dub the lost episode or the forgotten episode. Um, because where the fuck was I last week? Where, where where did I go? Oh my god, where did he go? That's that's probably the closest Pete Davidson impression I do. Um, yeah, I didn't. Didn't tell anyone, didn't do anything. That's because I didn't actually plan to not do an episode. I planned to do one. Um, so, last week, as you know, was Mother's Day. And my mum and her fiancé and my brother and his kids, they all came down for three days. Um, and family being family, they stayed a little bit longer than I had anticipated. So, the... Section of time I had blocked off to do podcasting turned into chasing kids around the park. Um, but I must say, and maybe it's my old age, maybe I'm getting soft. It was probably the nicest time I've ever spent with my family. No, no fights, no nothing. Maybe it was, maybe because it was on my, you know, it was in my home. You know, maybe I felt more comfortable because of that. Maybe they were a lot, you know, nicer to me because my family has a history of not being overly nice to me. But it was a lovely weekend. I'd love to share. I've only got really one story, and it doesn't really count. But um, my mum and her fiancé, they're, you know, they're in their late 50s, but they're very much like 22-year-olds. You know, they're madly in love, and, you know, good on them. More power to them. Apparently, they had gone to get an old-timey picture taken. You know... He was dressed up as a 1920 sailor and my mum was dressed up as, you know, someone from that time. And they sent this picture to my girlfriend. And my girlfriend went, oh, look, look at this picture of your mum and her, you know, fiancé. And I went, oh, that's cute. And then she went, oh, look, it's, it's the sailor and his whore. And I went, what? And, you know, like, and I went, you just called my mum a whore. She said, no, I didn't mean it that way. I went, you just called my mum a whore. She's like, well, what else would you call it? I don't know. Mistress, noose, madam, you know, ye old lady. Like, it was just the funniest thing. And you, you know she meant no harm in it. It was just such a funny fucking thing. But yeah, it was a really nice weekend and I really enjoyed it as I dropped something on the ground. All right, so. This is how this episode is going to work as I blow out your eardrums. Um, we're obviously going to touch on the big piece of news that happened a week ago. Then we're going to run through every podcast that happened between the 2nd of May to the 10th of May. And then what I'm going to do for the next two days is cram 
as many podcasts as I can into the next 48 hours. And I'm going to do another episode on Monday, which brings us all in line. You know, balance, as all things should be. So obviously, the big piece of news, you know, that happened two weeks ago was the Dave Chappelle thing, you know. It finally happened. All those crazy comedians were right. You know, they're getting attacked. It's a war. Comedians versus the audience. No, not really. Um, so Dave Chappelle obviously was attacked on stage in L.A. Um, he was unhurt. Um, mm-hmm. The guy gave it a good fucking try, though. He spear-tackled him pretty good, but if you watch the video, he spear-tackles him Fucking this trans rapper dude, he falls on his ass and Dave sort of stumbles and then falls down. And then what proceeds to happen is this dude gets grabbed by about 10 black men, taken out the back and gets the teetotal shit beaten out of him. Now, apparently some comedians may have participated in such an act. You know, guys like Jamie Foxx were there, Chris Rock. Like, man, that guy just can't catch a fucking break, can he? <laughs> um... And they beat the fuck out of him. You know, apparently they, um, he had his hands broken and his shoulder was dislocated. Um, and yeah, like I said, apparently he's a gay trans rapper who was doing this for all his trans allies. Um, what a gay ass bitch. Um, what, what's really scary is apparently he had a knife and a, a, repul- a replica gun on him. Now, I don't know if that's a fake gun. I'm not even sure if that's what is commonly referred to as a ghost gun but he had a gun on him you know i don't know if it shoots bullets it might shoot fucking bubbles i don't really know um yeah it was really interesting you know and obviously this got a lot less press compared to the will smith chris rock thing for obvious reasons you know will smith smacked the shit out of chris rock on the oscar on the stage of the oscars in front of millions and millions of people um Dave Chappelle got attacked on stage by some crazy mentally unwell dude um, at a comedy show in an arena where usually with Dave Chappelle, you're not allowed to have like cameras. You're not allowed to have camera phones. So there was only like a few angles of it. Um, had this been any other comedy show, there would have been like 150 angles. Um, main thing is Dave Chappelle's all right. Um, and this is what should have happened to Will Smith. There you go. You know, like, and I don't want to go into a big thing about it because this is such old news to me. But, you know, when Will Smith hit Chris Rock, this is exactly what it should have happened. Ten black dudes should have run out and beat the fucking piss out of Will Smith. That didn't happen because it's Will Smith. We're talking a very famous rich man here. Black or not, doesn't make a difference. Um, but this is what should have happened. And I hope, my hope is, because I don't think this will continue to go on, um, but if it does continue to happen, it's going to be big news because of the Will Smith thing. Um, but I do hope that any moron who jumps on a stage and attacks a comedian gets the shit beaten out of him. For the re- for you know the reasons being one justified and two it's funny. It's funny to watch this dude get put into the back of an ambulance and his his face is all fucked up and his shoulders hanging off the wrong way around. Um, so yeah, that happened. Listen, this isn't going to be a thing that happens everywhere. Like, I don't expect Shane Gillis to be on stage and get, you know, spear tackled by some dude. 
Um, if that does happen, I expect Shane to reverse it, turn it into a power bomb, and put the dude for a flaming table. Um, yeah, I don't know. Is there another comedian that you know? We obviously know the Big J story, um, where he hadn't had carbs for three days, and some dude was heckling him. He got on the stage and. Big J slammed him through a table, and I really wish there was video of this because I really want to see it. Um, no one's going to attack Joe List. Obviously, he's got herpes. Um, no one wants to take that risk these days. Um, same reason for Karen Fian, only she's got a lot more diseases. Um, Lewis, you, you just don't even try. <laughs> um, yeah, that's really it. This, this will not be an ongoing trend. I'd be very surprised that by the time... You know, I say that, and I also said that after the Will Smith thing, and I went, oh, this isn't going to happen again. You know, all these comedians saying they're being attacked and now they fear to be on stage. It's just silly. And now it's happened to one of the biggest comedians in the world. How about one more time for the filthy little fucking chink that was just up here? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it happens again. Maybe someone attacks fucking Joe Rogan, you know. If it was going to happen to anyone else, it's probably Joe Rogan. And that would not be a wise decision because you will end up in a hospital. All right, so here's the deal. These are the podcasts from the 2nd of May to the 10th of May. Um, this will not be a long podcast, but we'll see how we go. Um, so things I didn't get to. Notes of a goon. Mike gets a birthday abortion before it's too late. This past weekend with Shane Gillis. I will be saying that a name a lot this episode um, because this is sort of um, it's the Gillis verse. This episode is essentially the Gills first, and I'll explain why, and you'll see why as we go on. Um, weekend at Doggies with Tim Butterley and Mike Rainey, real last podcast. Um, forklift trip tricks with Panties in the Mouth and the Turd Purge with the boys from You Fucked It. Yes, I have a lot less time to listen to podcasts, but these are still podcasts I would like to get to. I just simply don't have the time. Um, an honorable mention goes to High Society Radio with Jesus Got Caught Lacking. He was lacking. That trans dude who ran on stage and attacked Dave Smith, he was lacking. Uh, with um, the boys from Panties in the Mouth, with um, Andy and Nate Marshall. Um, yeah, and Chris Stanley got the corona, but no one, everyone gets the corona and everyone's fine. Um, yeah. Is that it? And we get into the actual shit? Okay, now we get into the actual shit. So, first one. You see, this is a trend. Door Code with Shane Gillis, Stuff Island. Um, Shane talks about doing the four-part, five-hour podcast he did with Louis, which, yes, we're going to talk about. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Louis, your mom was a heroin addict hooker. Um, Shane talks about, um, or Shane asks, would you perform CPR on your mom if she was dying? Like, you know, she's fucking, you know, she's had a stroke or she's having a, a you know, a cardiac episode and you got to give your mum CPR. You're going to do that? You're going to put your lips on your mum's lips, you fucking freak? Um, or are you just going to sit there and be like, yeah, mum's dead. <laughs> Sorry, I can't do anything. But you're a trained nurse. Yeah, I'm, I'm not helping mum. <laughs> not kissing my mum on the lips. Somebody needs to tell her that her pussy stinks. You could probably tell your mom that she'd probably wake up from, you know, whatever um, thing has made her lose consciousness. 
Um, Shane then tells his legendary mum fell down the basement stairs and his dead story. Um, Chris O'Connor details a fight. I'm oh, sorry, details a story of him fighting with Lemare over a boring ass Woody Allen movie. Um, to which Lemare said that Woody Allen is gay. And uh, to be honest with you, Woody Allen movies they don't do it for me, you know. But I'm I'm you know. 28 years old. They're not really made for me. They're made for old Jewish dudes who want to fuck their 16-year-old daughter. Which, hey, if you're into it, you're into it. I, I, I don't, you know, I don't see the problem with that. Um, and the whole, and they talk about the argument and then, um, I think the point of it was, I'm trying to remember how this was said. Um, so it's okay for people to still watch Woody Allen movies, even though he tried to, you know, he fucked his 16-year-old daughter. I mean, he might have been younger than that. But it's, you know... So Lemaire makes the case that it's okay that Bill Gates visited Epstein's island a crazy amount of times because he gave the world the Xbox. Um, and also I wrote down, fun fact, I tried to type Xbox, Xbox and it autocorrected to COVID. Do what you want with that information. Um... I don't know. It's it's an interesting question. Are the good deeds a person does for humanity make up for the fact that they fuck kids? You know, who's, who's you know Albert Einstein? You know, brought us so many great you know, in you know, inventions and what have you. You know, scientist. I don't really remember. He did E M E E equals M C squared. Right? Was that guy? That guy? No. Yeah, Albert Einstein. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Okay, so imagine he did that. He did all these amazing things for science and mathematics, and he liked to fuck infant children. Does that make up for it? Does the fact that he progressed the human race by 50, 60, 100 years make it okay that he fuck kids? I, I Don't take the silence as my answer. I just genuinely don't know the answer. How many good deeds do you have to do to wash away this one bad act? And is there someone who's done a you know a, a great service to humanity that you would forgive them for fucking kids? Like, you know, any sports stars off the list? You have to. It has to be something really like amazing. Okay, Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa. Let's say Mother Teresa did all these great acts. Or Gandhi. Well, Gandhi actually did fuck kids, apparently. But Mother Teresa did all these fabulous things and, you know, was a, was a saint. If she fucked kids, I think that definitely doesn't make her a saint. I don't know. Food for four. Something to think about. Um, and then I pose the, the other question to you. This is all about, you know, we're just we're talking through this. We're just having fun. We're relaxing. We're just being silly gooses. Oh, Lewis. Oh, you oh, cool. Oh, sweet, sweet Lewis. Who would win in a fight between Lemare and Chris? And why is it the big black man who watches wrestling and anime? Who's watched that wrestling and anime his entire life? I'm willing to say that Lemare Lee beats up about 80% of the comedians we talk about on this podcast. Simply because of the size... And the fact that if that cunt gets angry, you wouldn't want to be in a room with it. <laughs> um, yeah. 
Then Shane talks about meeting Bob, Kid Rock. Um, Shane talks his concerns and fears of traveling the UK. Obviously, he's scared he's going to get stabbed. He hasn't been stabbed yet, so I think he's okay. And also, um, they're planning to film new Gillian Keys when he returns from um, the UK. I don't know if it, after he returns from the UK or the UK and Australia, but... New season of Gilly Keeves right around the corner, and I can't fucking wait. And I'm sure. And I'd be shocked, actually, if there wasn't at least one Joe Biden sketch. Um, yeah. Like I said, it's the Gillis verse. Copyright, trademarked. Um, then we get to the best of the bonfire with Big Jokes and Dan Soda, the Real Ass Podcast. This is this was actually the first real ass, um, real ass podcast I had listened to in about three months, um, and essentially what this is, it's a clip show of Soda and Jay and their appearances on rap in the last two years. Um, I would rather listen to this than listen to, you know, two nobodies that no one knows the fucking name of. On the Real Ass Podcast. I would rather listen to clips of things I've already heard before than listen to fucking... Tell you what, we'll, we'll, go, the, we'll go the extra mile. I would rather listen to a clip show of Dan Soda and Big Jerkson compared to um, Gio Perez or... This guy called Robbie Goodwin, he's a faggot, apparently. Um, um, Ian Hunt and Kadzini. Like, I don't know who these people are. Give me the give me the classics. You know, give me Tim Butterley. Give me Mike Rainey. Give me fucking Beza. Six. Fucking Give me give me give me the good shit. Come on. I need it. I need the good shit. Um, speaking of, in saying that, you know, you, you've got the boys from Avengers of the Sis, um, that appeared on the Real Life podcast, which I'll probably be talking about in a couple of days, but I love those boys and I think they're really great. And then we get to War Mode, A New Hope. Uh, <laughs> Spud telling his, his story, his truth of coming after retaining for 88 days and I quote, pissing cum after she lightly touched the back of his cock. And then, <laughs> and then, <laughs> I can't even say it. Um, and then air humping, um, and then air humping the air. <laughs> he just pissed cum. He just pissed cum everywhere. This is, made, that made me laugh for a week straight. It was fucking gold. Um, and also fun fact, apparently some women have orgasms when they give birth. Which makes no sense. The kid's not... No one's touching the clitoris. Explain this to me. Someone explain this to me. No one's explained to me how if you leave your car in the rain, it doesn't wash it. Explain to me how a woman has an orgasm when she gives birth, but no one's touching the clitoris. All right? We're all be, we've all been told... I'm up in arms about this one. This is bullshit. We're all been up in arms. I've been told for the last fucking... 15 years of my life, you know, you want to make me calm, you got to touch the clitoris and you've got to touch it a particular way. But some fucking baby the size of a fucking watermelon can come out and fucking push out and you're fucking squirting everywhere. Makes no sense. 
Fucking bullshit. <laughs> anyway. And then we get to the boys from Dad Meat with their episode Swiping Bananas with Sarah Bell and Sydney Grant. Um, they asked the question, and it's a, it's a you know it's an interesting question, and I think we all know the answer to it. Have you ever farted so good it scratched your butthole? Have you ever farted and it's just like, it's just been like, oh, that you know that was there was an itch there. I didn't know I needed to you know I didn't know I needed to scratch. I've done that many times. Um, is there anyone who doesn't like things going out of their arsehole? Not in. That's gay. You know. Dude, you're being, you're being so gay right now. Out, not in. Out. Like, most people, you know, when you, you know, you, maybe you've eaten some good Chinese food, maybe, you know, something, you need to take a really good shit, and it's just so euphoric. You know, the endorphins, it's just a great feeling. I don't know, maybe I'm just fucking gay. But a good shit, <coughs> nothing beats a good shit. Oh, crack. Crack beats a good shit. Um, you know, imagine if you treated your girl squirting like you did when you, you know, <laughs> they bring, <laughs> hold on, stop. So they bring, I remember this now. They bring this up. You got to remember, this is two weeks old. Like, I, I don't remember half of this shit. And me being a retard, I don't read over my notes after I write them. Um, but they were talking about if you treated your girl squirting like you did with your dog's anal glands, like, you know, every six months or what have you, or every three months, depending on your dog, you took them to the vet to just get the ooze out. Imagine if that was, you know, you took your girl to a gynecologist and went, so what can I do for you today? Ah, uh, yeah, I just need my, um, just need her, um, all the squirt out. Just, you know, just squeeze the, uh, the pussy glands for me too, please. Sure, that'll be $27. <laughs> just the, the, there's a sketch there. Someone, someone's going to get on the sketch. Because it's, it's fucking, there's something there. Um, then talk about what if there was a podcast of your wife reviewing your weekly sex escapades? Um, you know, I'm very much, you know, these days, I'm very much about quality, not quantity, you know. So the podcast would probably, if it was a weekly podcast, it'd probably be every... It'd be three episodes of Nothing Happened and then it'd be, you know, the fourth episode would be an hour and 45 minutes of talking about how much of a fucking stud I am. Quantity, not quality. Because you know what I like to do? I like to retain and then I like to piss cum. I just like to fucking shoot wads of the motherfucker. I can't believe people are calling this guy gay, dude. That's cool. <laughs> That's so cool. And there'd be a lot of talk about how I made it come three times. Because I'm, I'm a giver. I'm always going to make sure the girl comes before I come. Um, and then fuck for about 99 seconds. If I'm lucky. Um, then they talk about, is there a bidet where you can time the squirt of the water to, to music? And if so, what song would you pick? It's Sandstorm. Think about it. You're sitting on the toilet, you've just, you know, you've just taken a nice shit, you feel really good, and then you get, do, do us. And the water's just spitting in your asshole. Do, do us, do hush mesh. Techno would work good too. Just be like, 
Oh, it's gonna hit. It's gonna hit the spot. This is fucking gay. Is this gay? <laughs> Pretty sure this is gay. We duggling my dick, yeah. Fagarino. Hey, I'm getting my <laughs> fucking ass blown out of Reno. <laughs> Uh, and then we get to the boys from You Fucked It, um, title TBA. TBA. Um, there's a lot, there was a lot of New Jack talk to open the pod, respect to the GOAT. That motherfucker, you don't fuck with that motherfucker. Probably, I think it's fair to say now, the greatest hardcore wrestler ever. You could argue Mick Foley, you could argue Terry Funk, but it's New Jack. Because New Jack was... New Jack was real. It wasn't wrestling to him. It was fighting. Um, they talk about the idea of an ECW movie. <coughs> who would play who? <coughs> As a choke. That's why we have a mute button. Um, they suggest the, ne- the, the uh, guy who plays the Punisher in the Netflix TV show should play Tommy Dreamer. Yeah. Wesley Snipes is New Jack. Um... I haven't seen the new Batman movie, but if we can get Colin Fur to put that makeup and plus, you know, all that, you know, shit on his face again, you could probably play Paul Heyman. Who else? Hmm. Who else? Dustin Hoffman's dead, isn't he? Yeah, oh, shit, that doesn't work. Who else? You just get any generic big black man to play big. Jacked black man to play Mufasa. Um, Raven. Who plays Raven? Who's that guy from The Flash who keeps fucking up? Abiza? That dude. That dude would play Tommy Dreamer because he'd probably fucking fall into that role. Dudley Boys. <coughs> I don't know. You could, you like, it's, it, it, and this was actually, it's funny. That I think about it now. I remember listening, you know, I don't have any time for podcasts, but I'll still find a way to listen to four hours of Jim Cornette. I um, mean, he was talking about the um, the actors they play that have play the wrestlers on The Young Rock. And he was saying, like, it's so hard. This is why wrestlers were such big stars in the early 90s, late 90s, early 90s, and even going further back than that, is because they were so unique looking. There was no one else that looked like them. You know, like how are you gonna find someone who looks like Mick Foley? You know, you know, how are you gonna find someone who looks like Stone Cold Steve Austin? They're so unique. You know, you can find someone who has the same you know look to them, but they may not talk like them. They may not have the body of them. Um, yeah, no, it's just I would love. I reckon you know. Getting back on topic, I think an ECW movie, even though, you know, WWE owns the rights and what have you, I think an ECW movie is sorely, sorely needed. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll see that one day. Um, And then lastly, Six has noticed that in porn, that dudes, when they're doing anal, are asking chicks an increasing amount more where their dick is, in which the girl will always reply, in my ass. Then they talk about other weird shit porn stars say during sex. Like, think about it. And this is, you know, if you're a teenager, you should probably be aware of this. Porn isn't run like real life. You do not stick your dick in a you do not stick your dick in a bitch's ass and then ask her, "Where's my dick?" 
because she's going to tell you what the fuck's wrong with you. Yeah. It's just the porn in general. Like, you know, we, we like it. It's like, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, you got it. You got your dick down her throat. Yeah, but that's not how a real life works. I don't, I don't fucking face fuck some bitch and be like, yeah, you like my fucking dick choking you? Or maybe I do. I don't know. That's a good point, actually. And then we get to the bonfire portion of this podcast. Doing pretty well for time. I thought, I thought, I was like, oh, this will be like 30 minutes and that'll be the end of it. We might actually hit an hour. There we go. It's funny how life works. He's fat! Moontail Comedy Festival, part one with Jessica Curson. Everyone's favorite guest, but everyone's least favorite host. Um, DJ Lou puts so much effort into the soundboard stuff when it's a live show. And the intro, it's just fantastic. You you know, like, I think they did Moontail last year and you had the whole intro, you know, where they borrowed Kevin Hart to do the intro. It was fantastic. Go back and find that episode. Just look for a year, you know, a year ago. Go listen to all my old shit, actually. I need the views. Um... Josh Adam Myers drops by to say hello to all these homies. Um, then they talk about if you ended up in a Nate Bagazzi situation and you had golf simulator money, what are you doing with that money? You know, like, to put this into, you know, broad terms, if you had, you would just, you know, you had so much money that you were just spending shit you didn't need. You know, like, you know, golf simulation. What would you buy? Like, for example, Dan Soda says he'd buy a wrestling ring. Black Lou would start a weed business. Jacob, being Jacob, would go and get a one sixteenth size Titanic model to build every night. Think a big, like a big ass puzzle. Um, and then when it's Jay, and then Jay says he could just, you know, you know, then Jay tells Jacob he could just pay to go and see the real thing at the bottom of the ocean. And Jacob says it's morally wrong because it destroys the debris further. The Titanic, it's been to the ocean for over 100 years. I'm pretty sure it's already pretty fucked up. But, like, what would you do with that money? I can't argue. I'd love to buy a wrestling ring. That would be cool. You know? A basketball court? That would be an idea. Like, not, you know, like a proper basketball court. You know? Like, I know you can't have hardwood floors outside, but you know how when they've gotten, like, celebrities and... People have got basketball courts outside. It's got that soft, foamy shit. It's not. It's not turf. It's not concrete. It's just. It's good shit. I'd buy. I'd, that's probably what I do. I probably get a basketball court, even though I literally live twenty steps away from a basketball court. Um, then Jessica joins the show and asks, "What the fuck did I write there?" Oh yeah. Then Jessica joins the show and asks if Dan and Jay have ever done any gay shit. They answer both no, obviously. Um, the lie detector test has determined that was a lie. No. Dan Soda, maybe. Dan Soda might have been like, you know, looked at his cousin's dick once or twice. But Big Jay, such an anxious kid. He probably, if, if that kid got raped, you'd know about it. Jessica says she has and can fuck men, but, you know, she just can't fall in love with them. And then Jay says he could <laughs> he could do the same, just opposite. So Jay thinks that 
He can fall in love with men, he just can't fuck them. But you, you know, I suppose that's what a lesbian is. I don't know, maybe. Is a lesbian just like someone who loves dick but just doesn't like the idea of loving men? Is a gay dude someone who loves women, just finds pussy yucky? I don't know. We answer all of life's mysteries and all of life's questions here on the Skankverse podcast. Um, then we find out that Jessica started fingering other chicks when she was nine years old. And that explains so, so much. Um, and then we get into essentially part two, the newlywed game, live from the moon tower, the bonfire. Um, Jacob hosts the newlywed game and Jacob kills on the mic. He's fantastic as this corny 70s game show host. Um, so even though it's a, it's the newlywed game, none of these couples are actually married. It's Captain D and Nicole, Big J and Christine, DJ Lou and his Latina girlfriend, Michelle. Um, Jay sums up his weekend perfectly as instead of talking into the mic, he talks into his can ch- campaign. Champagne in a can. He's fucking... He's wasted. Listen. I could spoil this entire hilarious game show. But if there was one episode you should go back and listen to, go and listen to this because it's fucking great. Um, but, yeah, you really need to check this out. And again, Jacob just is hilarious. Jacob on the mic has really come into his own in the last year or so. Um, he's not just a producer now. He's, a, he's part of the show. Um, but as a sneak peek, when Jay was asked what celebrity body type Christine would say he looks like, he said Fat Josh from Drake and Josh, and Christine said that he looks most like Kevin Owens. So Christine was pretty complimentary. Jay has a very distorted look of himself. Jay has a distorted view of himself. He's obviously got some sort of body dysmorphia. Okay. Now the fun part. And I'm gonna have to. This this is gonna be long. Fuck your child, nigga. I'll bury you in that motherfucker. Remember last week, or I wrote last week. Remember two weeks ago when I said I could listen to five hours of Louis and Shane talk about anything. And even though I have no interest in knowing, you know, fun facts about every United, you know, U.S. president ever. Well, about that. <laughs> that he went and did a four-part podcast on every president ever. It ended up totaling about five hours, and it was fucking insane. This is part two. Okay. So, there's no Matt in part two, three, or four. Um, he had some family stuff to deal with. So it's just Louis C.K. and the young bull... Um, yeah, and this is just, this is, if I had a pussy, it'd be wet right now, because this was fucking amazing. Long as fuck, but amazing. Um, Louis get, hit Shane with the, you know what mounds were named after? You know what mounds were kept named after? Your mother's cunt. Boom! I don't have much, because this is gay. Um, so yeah, and the main thing I wrote about part two was like Teddy Roosevelt, like 
this a lot of this stuff I didn't know about Teddy Roosevelt. And Teddy Roosevelt is a cool fucking president. He's on he's on some alpha male shit. If I wanted to see something all stretched out that disappoints black men, I would just look at Kim Congdon's pussy. <laughs> so Teddy Roosevelt is actually really cool. Um, and the you know one of the reasons being like teddy bears. Teddy bears are named after Teddy Roosevelt. Um, what was the story? So this small town knew that Teddy Roosevelt loved to hunt bears. So in their infinite wisdom, they decided to chain a bear cub, take Teddy out into the woods, show him this bear cub, and go, look, you can kill this. And apparently Teddy Roosevelt just started breaking down and crying at the sight of this. Um, and then newspapers and journalists started doing sketches, or, you know, started drawing pictures of this and what have you, and that's why teddy bears are called teddy bears. Um, he also fought the heavyweight champion of the world while he was in office and was blinded in one eye and denied it till his death. Survived a point-blank shot to the chest and not like those other pussy presidents that died, he finished his speech. Now, granted, JFK had his brains hanging out the back of the fucking automobile that he was sitting in, but I digress. He survived. Um, That ends part two, and they end on LBJ. So then we get to the president's part three. Um, Louis C.K., who I should be referring to as Goat C.K., explains Watergate in some... It's really fascinating. I've never heard it explained like that, and I've never really tr- known truly what Watergate was. I just knew Richard Nixon was a you know he was a corrupt dickhead, but all presidents are corrupt dickheads, um, except for Teddy Roosevelt because that dude's cool. Um, so yeah, probably the main thing, one of the main stories to come out of the this long long four part podcast was Louis tells a story of growing up dirt poor in Mexico. And if you're not a comedy fan, yes, Louis C.K.'s from Mexico. He's a Mexican. Um, and he remembers... And Louis remembers having these dreams of Richard Nixon walking up his street, followed by a marching band. And he walks up to Louis, and he gets down on one knee, and he looks at Louis and he says, Louis! And Louis C.K. just runs into his arms. <laughs> what do you want me to fucking say to that? It's just, it's, it's such a really strange insight into Louis C.K. You know? And this is all happening while Louis, you know, like while Nixon is going through Watergate. Um, it's so strange that 30 years ago, if a president was caught you know, even just having an affair or even if it would just look like he was having one. He was kicked out, yet Biden can kiss kids on the forehead and inappropriately inappropriately touch them, and, you know, no one bats an eye. And to be fair, you know, a president candidate can talk about grabbing chicks by the pussy, and that's perfectly fine too. Um, So that's the end of part three. Then we get into part four, which is the longest and probably the most... And this is where they're probably the most knowledgeable on presidents. I'm pretty sure this goes from Clinton up. No, a lie. It's George Bush Sr. up. Okay. Gillis, you know, um, says that the first election where he was, like, aware or self-aware or coherent 
um, of politics was um, Bush versus um, Clinton. Um, Louis talks about how he's called the White House called the White House when Trump wouldn't admit he lost the election. We also find out apparently Louis called the office at the White House a few times to say some things. Man, that guy really likes politics. I can't believe he, you know, raped all those women. <laughs> no, Louis C.K. didn't rape those women. That's fake news. All he wanted to do was just jerk off in front of chicks. Um, here's a fun fact, and this one is actually quite fun, and I'm surprised that I, I didn't know this, and I don't know anyone who does. Louis says, apparently, and I believe him, says all the steel in 30 Rock, you know that building where they film SNL, you might have heard of it, I've never heard of it, was made with Nazi steel and has Nazi logo, like has the Nazi logo in the steel. So what they did is they turned all the steel or they turned the building to not show the Nazi symbols. Right? 30 Rock. The place that film that film, you know, whole you know, where they film SNL. Where they're all woke and, you know, Shane Gillis can't be part of the club because he said chink once upon a time. Is literally made with Nazi metal. The the, the one you, you you figure out the conclusion what I'm making there. The conclusion is that SNL is not you know, SNL is full of Nazis. Um, and self-hating Jews. Um, we and Louis, so Louis is just so knowledgeable on all this shit. It's amazing. Um, we Louis talks about how Clinton's mum was a blackjack dealer and his father died in a three-inch puddle. So apparently, what happened is Clinton's dad was drunk. He was driving, he crashed his car, and drowned in a puddle, in a three-inch puddle. And obviously, Clinton would go on to be president and then fuck a bunch of young girls. Um, and yeah, it just, yeah. And so he came from nothing, went on to be president, and he fucks preteen girls, allegedly. Um, unsurprisingly, Gillis loved Bush Jr. because all his friends hated him. So, you know, obviously this was for, um, Gillis's emo stage of life, where it's like, I don't want to follow the crowd, man. I want to do something different. Um, anyway, the Trump portion of this podcast is at one hour and 29 minutes. Um, so if you really just want bite size, just listen to the, like, you know, like, like, listen, okay. listen to me, listen, look here, listen. <laughs> this is over five hours of podcasting with two of the greatest in the game. All right. There's a there, that's a lot. It's a lot here. So if you don't have time, just listen to part four. And if you really don't have time, just listen to the last hour of part four. But all in all, this was amazing. And you know what? If they did part six, seven, eight on I don't know fucking Mexican presidents, I'd listen to it. Um. Yeah, it was amazing, and I don't know where the fuck that came. There's just another random podcast attached to the end of that. I don't even know. Okay, cool. Doesn't matter. Anyway, that's the part of the podcast, The Gillers First. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back, and we're going to go into the main event. The main event!
It looks like there's been enough talk. It's time for the main event. Episode 641. Faggot. <laughs> What's the point of beeping it? Episode 641. Chase me. Legion of Skanks, the Zoom episode. <laughs> What's the fuck? I don't beep out faggot when I say it anyway. Um, I have to use past tense, and I'll talk about that in a couple of days on the new episode. Um, so Lewis started putting doggy diapers on sport. Um, and Lewis was curious what would happen if he just let sport go into the front yard. And unsurprisingly, sport just walked into the middle of the road and waited for the sweet embrace of death. Um, they share more story. They share, they share more stories about young sport. Um, Dave tells a story of Sport bolting out the front door when the pizza guy got there and Dave chasing him down the street. Sport thinking it was a game until Dave went, Sport! And then Sport realised it wasn't a game and then I'm assuming went back to Dave. And then by the time, you know, Dave, he's sweating, he's panting and he gets back into the apartment and Lewis just looks at him and goes, what's the deal with the pizza? (laughs) No concern for his dog at all. Um, so yeah, sports favorite game was faggot come chase me or faggot chase me, which he's now playing in heaven. Um, dog owners all know the game faggot chase me. I played that game many a time with a dog. Um, luckily I've never had to play that game with the dog, you know, with my dog now, Chester. Um, but I remember being 12 years old, 13 years old. Pouring down rain, my dog got out, and my my stepdad had no interest in trying to find this dog. And I remember because it was probably the first time I fucking I bitched him out because he's like, "Where where are you going? What are you gonna do?" And it's like I remember standing at the front door, turning him, turning to him, going, "What a real man would do is I slammed the door." <laughs> it's gay now, but at the time I was like, "That's fucking cool, man. That's fucking cool." In my defense, I'm surrounded by losers. Uh, they talk about the final scene in Blow. Um, apparently, that that final scene in Blow was a little bit bullshit. Um, that guy was not suffering from dementia, and when he got out of prison in 2018, he did a press tour, and he was completely coherent, which sort of ruins that movie. That movie, Blow, is a really underrated movie. You know, one of my favorite. Johnny Depp movies. Um, Lewis says apparently after doing some research, you can use little boy's diapers and little boy's underwear as dog diapers because what you do is you put them on backwards and you put the tail through where, you know, they, you know, through the dick hole. So there you go. If your dog's shitting everywhere, just go and buy some little boy underwear. No one will look at you funny at all. Um,. Jay talks about how he appeared on Steve-O's Wild Ride and he felt he didn't do too well. Um, I didn't even listen to that episode and that episode never even popped up in my feed. Um, Lewis, Jay and Dave do an animal impression off to see who does the best animal impressions. Um, Lewis Lewis says animal impressions are essentially what Australian comedy is. (laughs) 
which I don't know about that one. Um, then they then they asked who are some of you know some famous Aussie comedians. First thing out of Big J's mouth, that fucking that fucking cunt Hannah Gatsby. So let let's chat real quick. Why or why when an Australian comedian? You know what is why is it when an American comedian is asked to mention an Australian comedian, the first name that pops into their head is Hannah Gatsby. I'm an Australian. I have never once seen Hannah Gatsby on on Australian TV. I've never seen an interview with her. She fucking sucks. She's a horrible representation of Australian comedy, and I'm pretty sure she's not even Australian. I'm pretty sure she's a Kiwi. All right. Jim Jeffries, yeah, okay. He's okay now, but ten years ago he was an absolute fucking killer. Go and listen to go on go on YouTube, find anything from his Opie and Anthony appearances. They're fucking straight fucking fire. Um, who else? Like a lot of the Australian comedy is like some fucking gay old fucking mainstream dudes. Like, um Carl Barron is a good example. Um, Carl Williams, no, Carl Williams, Cat Williams, no, that's that's an American. I remember her name. She she she's this tiny little pixie lady with a fucking funny coloured haircut, and she's okay. Um, but yeah, ninety percent of of Australian comedy is fucking boring, and I would know because I've seen all of it. You know, um. But there's some really good young talent coming through. You know, Isaac Butterfield, I've mentioned him heaps of times. Great, great comedian. Uh, Frenchie, um, Lewis Spears, Friendly Geordies, um, Neil Colbaran, Indian dude. Um, Who else? Oh, Josh Wade. Like, there's a great collection of about a dozen young Aussie comedians that will be big. Unfortunately, Australian comedy has this thing where a lot of the older dudes, a lot of the mainstream dudes look down at these comedians. Um, But yeah, Australian Australian comedy is right now in not the worst place, but I reckon in 10 years it will explode. Um, and yeah, only those there's there's probably only 12, 18 comedians, Australian comedians that I would put up against comedians from America that would not be that would not be completely embarrassed, you know, by you know, a you know by an American comedian. And then I talk about the girls gone wild doco for the last twenty minutes. Um. I don't think there is anyone under the age, no, anyone over the age of 20 that did not see a Girls Gone Wild commercial growing up. I did. You know what else? I remember because we had in Australia with our cable, um, our only cable provider, Foxtel, you'd had like a main event channel. And I remember always what trying to, so how do I put this? Essentially that main event channel, if you didn't, pay for anything or there wasn't a main event, like a pay a pay-per-view on it would just show what was upcoming you know, a boxing fight or an MMA fight you know, or wrestling 
if you watch that half an hour, 45 minutes longer, you would see previews for Jerry Springer Uncut and Girls Gone Wild. And I would sit there and I would wait 45 minutes to see two minutes of blurred out titties. It was great. Yeah, very good Zoom show. Um, it's Legion of Skanks. What do you expect? What did I do? I've never been to Pedophile Island. Why is this all happening to me? So what's the... What, is that the right number? Yes. Episode 642, International Jew with Giannis Papas, the Legion of Skanks. Um, they talk about Kevin Clancy from KFC Radio apologizing to Nicolette Gazer for her, his part in the I Love You Bob Saget song. Um, Kevin Clancy looks like a complete nut, a total fucking bitch in this clip. Um, because they play side by side Kevin uncontrollably laughing at Nikki Glazer's song and making fun of Nikki as he's apologizing. Like, I'm not, like, I'll listen to KFC radio once in a while if they've got Shane Gillis on or, you know, Big J or Lewis. But this doesn't really surprise me. It doesn't. Um, this is the same dude who cried, you know, on a podcast because he was unfaithful to his wife. Once again, going back to the episode we did a week and a half ago or two weeks ago, got to get the bitch out of them. You got to get the bitch out of dudes. And this is just straight up bitch. Fuck, it got dark in this room really quickly. Like, to be fair, it's like six o'clock at night and it gets really dark here really quickly. I'm like sitting in pitch black. Um... You can also tell that that Legion of Skanks episode legitimately got Nick, like got to Nikki Glazer, and it's probably the reason why she's never released any more music. Listen, it's still the greatest bit Legion of Skanks have done this year. You know, it it beat you know. Oh, then there was Tip to Lip. It's tied for the greatest bit episode this year with Tip to Lip. And I still say Crack Mom was very underrated. Um, Yana says that he's never seen Lewis's poem. So Lewis gives the backstory and the lead up to it. And then they watch it, you know, on the podcast. And also you learn fun fact, which I sort of already knew this. But, you know, if you're new to Legion of Skanks, you may not know this. Um, the words blacked out on the intro video to Legion of Skanks are actually words to that poem. There you go. Um, and yes, the poem will never not be funny. You can go back and you can listen to that poem a hundred times. You will still laugh. You know, and it's become... Like Lewis says, it didn't go viral, but it was probably the biggest... It, it brought a lot of eyes to Legion of Skanks very early on in the podcast. Because it was episode like 20. You know, and then they were up to 640-something. Um... And these guys say they can't be in touch with their emotions. Lewis wrote a poem. Um, they called Dan Soto, who was trapped in Canada as a political prisoner, being forced to eat poutine and fucking watch shitty Canadian TV. Um, they watch a video of actual Nazis in the USA, as my dog squeals for some apparent reason. Um Lewis says he was saying Jews were sucking the blood out of babies' dicks before anyone else was. 
I can know I can neither confirm or deny this. What a gay ass bitch. Uh, they call the white national the white nationalist hotline, and it's it's a funny fucking voicemail. It's like I wish I could. Essentially, the guy who's doing the voicemail talks about the international Jew and how Jews are controlling the world. It's very funny. Um, and then they play, lastly, they uh, they play a new game called the gibberish game, in which they must try and decipher a sentence to make it make sense or to decipher what it actually is saying. And obviously the sentences very much have a Legion of Skank skull to them. Like, um, Asians are yellow and fags should die, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Speaking of fags that died, fags should die, that is the end of this episode. Um, the forgotten episode, the lost episode. Um, thank you very much for listening. Um, obviously, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, at Pod. Um, subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating, a review, a comment. Tell me how much of a gay-ass bitch I am. What a gay-ass bitch. Um, or you could tell me, uh, I don't know. Who ain't my bitch, nigga? Buy your own damn fry. Um, and yeah, and be sure to spread the podcast, you know, spread the word of the podcast by word of mouth by telling a friend, a family member, or someone who really likes U.S. presidents. Um, and yeah, I'll see you in a couple of days with a brand new episode of the Skankfest podcast. And until then, I must now bid you an adieu. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Bang. Play my fucking intro. Sorry, play my outro, bitch. I'm just trying to get some mott sticks. Get down the sheets, get some mott sticks and some skull. Shout out Riggin. Shout out Finnegan. <laughs> shout out Orient Mulligan. You just need to come. Want me to make you a cup? I'll make you a cup.